Previously on Club Dub. The King returns. It was depressing that a guy who has been the most adamant, loudest Ryan Tannehill fan north of Nashville bailed on them in the biggest Other spot of shine. the year. I didn't bail you on them. You could take your Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to take my Ryan it's Tannehill. It's not one of the other. And I'm going to dance not one my way other. to victory. I would double check that. No, both, it's seven. Uh, no. Oh, is it? I, I do my, I, guys. Hopefully we'll get the tweet out before uh, the games start this week. <laughs> I got it out early hey, last week. Can you, uh, when you tweet this out, when you guys are, can you mention that it is championship weekend? I didn't think to think to bet the live line, but had I thought to think it, I think I would have done it. Shime is losing me a lot of money with his stupid picks. Oh, boy. I think All this right. is the week that Tannehill Hill gets unleashed because it's not like everyone's been poo pooing <laughs> Tannehill. <laughs> the Tannesance has risen! so much that the willpower of two midday producers in Boston, Massachusetts can do for a team from Tennessee. It's true. I, um, I for one, was devastated. I've, I'm still dealing with it. I'm kind of in memoriam all week. I've been wearing black a lot. I've been somewhat depressed. Eating still, cheese and crackers out of a package. Yep. Doing Adult, ASMR uh, into a microphone. I dusted like, off my Black Parade CD from 2005. Oh, you, you listen to emo music? I did not. No, not back in the day. Not back in the day? Not ever. Rammstein. Yeah. Uh, emo music is uh, how do I put this? It's not quite. It it's it was like a downgrade from metal. It's like if you took pop Down, music. Whoa. So that's well, a take. I mean, it's not not downgrade quality wise. I mean, like aggressiveness wise. Like kind of musically like, kind of like the Titans Kind of like Ryan Tannehill. Then. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Very. Ryan Tannehill is definitely emo. He definitely fits in that crowd. So, Mutt, congratulations. You're the only one who hit on the Kansas City-Tennessee uh, spread. We'll play that before we uh, do a, t- a Tennessee in memoriam. That's okay. I'm sprinkling money line. Woo! I'm going to take Tennessee plus seven and a half. I will take Tennessee plus seven. I'll leave the money line to shine. I'm loading up on Kansas City. I mean, this is this is sort of silly at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in Nashville with you two. It was a it was a tough day for me. Well, I was I was thought I was in trouble until Mahomes ran it in at halftime, and I we went yeah, out. Yeah, that was that was the game over. We took the kids out. It was like a Sunday fun day with the family. Took the kids out to a restaurant to watch the game with another uh, a friend of ours. He was on Tennessee. I was on Kansas City. He was in my face the entire first half. The minute Mahomes danced in, he looked at me and said, "I think I'm in trouble." Tennessee just didn't want to tackle him. It was embarrassing. You just hit the guy. Not great. That was a rip, that was a rip your hair out moment. It was just the worst. Did you guys know then? Did you realize then? Yeah, that I, probably even it was even dead. only down four. You're still covering at that point. But well, it Kansas felt City like gets the ball the after way. the half. It's like it, I mean that just took the will out of Kansas City. You were up seventeen to seven. If you had gone into half, you even held them to a field goal there. You you go into the half and you're feeling all right. You're down three. Like we can do this, but it was just oh. It's, brutal now how much do we what are we putting on Tannehill there are we saying he was bad in the game uh he was Tannehill I think he, he was, was Tannehill he was yeah. Ryan Tannehill he, he didn't make any big mistakes but he also didn't make major he almost plays. did it was the uh, the interception got overturned was not yeah. a great throw uh but I just he, he can't make certain throws and he can't make no. certain plays and maybe next year uh when they get a better quarterback like Tom Brady they can get to an, a Super Bowl because they had the <laughs> offensive line they had the running game that we like their coaching they're just a quarterback short. The talents there at wide receiver, Johnny Smith, AJ Brown, got some good little players there. They're just short a really talented quarterback. I don't I don't even think it was necessarily the quarterback that lost in this game. It was the defense. I mean defense wasn't good. They did not help him out at all. Like you get they got the offense got a seventeen to seven lead. It's not like they didn't do anything. But that's what Kansas City does. They fell behind seventeen seven of the yeah, Patriots last year in the same the AFC title game. 
I expect I expect the 49ers to get off to a quick start and hopefully hold the lead. But I, I mean, at this it, the, the way Kansas City plays, you never know. But do you think it's a rough look that Shime and I made Tanisons T-shirts? Uh, no, I, I give you guys credit for turning into it. I mean, you guys, you you. I saw the pictures. Uh, I saw the video. Was it Friday on the Dale and Keith? That's correct. Uh, page. I saw that the T-shirts. Now, I, I think you're going to have like the only pair of Tanisons T-shirts available, and he's going to go somewhere. Well, we're else. Not, we're <laughs> not. We're not selling them. So. Oh, maybe a collector's item in a couple. Years. Collector's item. It's going to be worth Put a lot of away. money next yeah, year when he that, wins the Super Bowl and the MVP. And I mean, Mariota the, thinks he's going to get back to a lot of AFC Championship games. The '89 Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr. card and the Tanisons T-shirts are going to be <laughs> very, very uh, sought after I, in a couple. And years. the Exodia Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes. Definitely. You were a Yu-Gi-Oh guy. Don't, I was a big Yu-Gi-Oh Do not guy. lie to me. You know exactly what I'm talking about right now. Uh, let's check out the over-under for that game. What do you think of the total? He's going over. I'm going under. Mm. I, I like. I, I don't. I don't love this pick. I'll make I it anyway. I, I, I'm gonna bite my tongue and bet the under. Mm. Bit your tongue and. Bet the under. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to get one wrong, if you go three and one on the weekend, you're allowed to get one wrong and still yeah, cash money. So I, I, didn't, I was wrong. I should, I, I should have bit my tongue on that chirp. I hedged myself <laughs> going into those. I, I did not feel comfortable in the uh, totals in either game. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you get them wrong. So let's check out what's starting to develop here, Mutt. I don't know if you've noticed this. You should notice it because you are one part of the Triforce here. It, there's a Shimes Picks cinematic universe developing here at the station. So we've got Dale and Keith. We've got the Shimes Picks segment. Yep. Winner's Club, yep. which is Shime. Every once in a while, this come, well, Friday nights you air Shimes Picks on Monday Yeah, which night. are very good. They're very, uh, they're very popular. One of the most popular segments in the 9 o'clock hour. What can I say? I bring the energy. It, the energy's great. The production is A++. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. But every once in a while, it also comes up on your show outside of that. So it, it came up last yeah. night. Andy Hart was in the building. So here, here was you guy, you and Andy okay, Hart good. discussing the podcast. Hey, there's another producer in there. John Anderson doing here. He's getting ready for the better football podcast, the Winners Club podcast tomorrow. Not with you, I've heard. They have to talk you out of bad bets. What do you mean? Well, oh, what do what do we mean? Yeah, but the audience didn't know us letting explain. No, if that's he did all you're know. doing. No, you were denying so it. So play the sound and we'll react to it. Because I, I have I've been thinking about this since he said this last night. So so yeah, so I came in and I had just done the pick replay and I played it for Andy and uh, Andy and Mutt. Yep. So we are going to air the picks replay from Mutt at night with you and oh. Andy also so listening. We get a live reaction. I, but I, I want I want to speak for myself on the podcast because the audience last night maybe hadn't heard that. The audience here listening, thank you very much for listening and downloading. Very much. They so. heard last year last week what happened with this pick, I think. It's a mutt-gut NFC title game oh pick. God. And that Jimmy Garoppolo, oh God. in the end, is going to make a mistake that will cost not the Niners the game, but the cover. <laughs> and when Aaron Rodgers plays the best pass that. defensive football, not he is 0-4. Kyle Shanahan, the best coach in football. I'm on San Francisco. I'm off Green Bay. I'm done with Green Bay. Friends help Erase friends. the cut. I'm on the 49ers this week. Big time disagreement. I have got the 49ers <laughs> seven, <laughs> minus 7.5 as well. Get more of that tomorrow. So you're basically a glorified listener. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what, like, again, it's trying to have a conversation with people who do bet and don't bet. Okay, we all have gambling friends, okay? 100%. When your gambling friend sounds as confident as Chris Scheim sounded last week as he started to break the game down, sometimes you got to adjust. Sometimes you rattled. You Sometimes your friend is on a heater. Sometimes sometimes your friend has won six, seven in a row. Or forget even that. Scheim's not had a great playoff. Nope. But but he five sounded so confident when he talked about the Rodgers stat. It just sold me. This is why you have gambling friends. I mean, this is, this is the whole Ma, point Ma, of gambling Ma, friends. Mutt was actually at Waco, too. He got talked right into that. <laughs>
God. David listen, Koresh sounded Koresh, so confident. Listen, that that, uh, that juice they were serving that day was delicious. Mm-mm-mm. I saw him so rip my Sharona at a dive bar in Waco, Texas. My Sharona. Yes, I mean, you've never been convinced to make a bet by somebody in your gambling circle? 100%. All the time. It happens. Anderson doesn't really bet, so he probably doesn't do it. But you've been there, right? All the time. We have a text chain. Um, and we are constantly talking about bets we have, bets we're going to take, bets we hate. Wait, bets you we and love. Mutt have a separate text chain without No, no, no. no. no he uh, has my he friends. Has betting circle. Okay. And, and my betting circle is not. Shocker, I know I have other friends. Mine is not a sports betting circle. Mine is a handicapping and horse betting circle. So sometimes yeah. I have friends who really pay attention will say, and hey, youth, youth this basketball. Hor- this, yeah, I, we should gamble on that. <laughs> Saturday my, morning. My son leads league in fouls. So if you, <laughs> if you could. If, if he, someone's doing the work and they have a trip horse that this horse had a bad trip last time, he's 9-1, to one, you should bet him. I'm going to bet him blind because I know the guy put in the work. I know Shine puts in the work. I know he had some great information to back up his take. I, I had to go mutt gut to even come up with a pick. Shime talked me into a good pick. He talked me into a three in one week. I am right. Th- thank him very much. I feel like, but reversing on a mutt gut pick is a brutal look for the mutt gut uh, cognoscenti. Well, my, yeah, yes, I wouldn't. No, my mutt gut was about Garoppolo in general. And so I was basing my pick on my distaste for Jimmy Garoppolo and my lack of trust for him. Meanwhile, he did nothing in that he game. He literally did zero. Six of eight for 77 yards. Shime could have done that. And here and we so, go. Here we go. It's already, it's already begun with, oh, the 49ers are able to win in multiple ways. Sometimes it doesn't involve the quarterback. That means except the quarterback for sucks. two games this year. <laughs> so, therefore, they're not going to Did you guys see Mike Freeman, some good games. Mike Freeman's report from this week that he's talked to all these executives around the league and everyone's, they are all speaking as if the Chiefs have already won the Super Bowl. The 49ers, uh, they are legitimately an underdog right now. They're not. Well, they're underdog. In, in well, they days. literally we'll are an the, underdog, but, but also, like, they're a nobody-believes-in-us team that's, right now. When the spread is a point or point and a half, literally, they cannot be a no-one-believes-in-us team. Yeah. There'll be more money. No, uh, by the time we get that's to kickoff next Sunday, room, uh, that's fine. By the time we get next Sunday, there's going to be so much San Francisco money pouring in for all those people that are going to go to Vegas and Reno to bet them in their backyard. This game is be closer to a pick them than it is one and a half. I yeah, it probably will. And that's why if you want if you want to bet it now, like you can get it in some places right now at plus two. If you really want to do that, go for it. If you like San Fran? I would bet the game now because I don't I don't to. think it's going anywhere no. but back to closer to a pick. I agree, a hundred percent agree. Come game time, top to bottom, San Francisco has a better roster. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. Granted, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. We all understand that, but you also have to take into consideration. Andy Reid in big games, and how's their defense going to hold up against Kyle Shanahan? And those are like the those are big issues. Now, programming note: we're going to spend basically all of next week doing the over under for the Super Bowl, the spread for the Super Bowl, and a shitload of well, props. Forget that because the props. I mean, right now as it sits here, do we want to go over under for the San Fran game first? Are we not going to recap? Yeah, no, that? We, we can do that here. Let's recap that move. I will tell you, I like the over in this game. I'm actually going under on this game. There you go. I think it's going to be something like 27 to 7. So I was wrong twice there. But you will notice that there's no Shime pick in there. Because Shime said you like the totals, right? Did, did, yeah, I did. Instead, I gave you what I uh, had to be known. It, it was a little debated. I wasn't really sure how hard I was going to lock it in. But ultimately, it was the lock of the Eon. Minus 110, nobody's betting around. Minus 110. Hammer that. Raheem Mostert, over 45 and a half yards oh, at minus 110, beautiful. is the Shime lock of the century. Oh, you know what? Century. I'll go lock of the decade. It's a new decade. Lock well, decade, of the decade. decade. Wait, so you brought it down. What? Decade smaller than century. Yeah, I know. So well, you, okay, should go, fine. you should go millennium. Lock, lock of the eon. What's an eon? I don't it's know what it is. It's longer than a century. I don't even know. I, yeah. How many? How much well, I know longer? it's longer. I, don't, I think like, it's like a million years. 
Well done, Shime Time. They hit. He hit it in the, the first, first drive, right? It was basically Second drive. He had, he had 42 yards after the first drive. It was awesome. Which was tremendous. Awesome. It, 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 like, it couldn't have been an easier bet. When Tevin Coleman got hurt. I mean, we already had it at that point. Yeah, but, we already hit it. I mean, you but knew like, it was just salt on the wound. That was, yeah. yeah, it was good for you. It was just, I, I, and Great I, call. like I said, Great call. the reason he had, didn't play the week before that very much, he had a cramping calf. They sat him out. Tevin Coleman had a hot hand anyways. They're like, screw it. You rest up. We'll run with Coleman. We're going to win this game anyways. And then Green Bay comes, and, you know, we they did exactly what we said they would do. Kyle Shanahan, what did he do? He took away the two biggest problems for the Green Bay defense. Zadarius Preston Smith, out of the game because you want to know what? I'm going to trap run it at you every single time. Never adjusted. Come School right at fish. me. School of fish in that backfield. It was so easy. Who did a worse coaching job in their playoff game, Bill O'Brien or Mike Pettin? Mike Pettin, and it's not even close. Uh, I think you might be right. I think it's Bill O'Brien because I think that – I think uh, Kyle Shanahan was going to f with whoever that defensive coordinator was. And that's you probably know, the Texans fair. had a more winnable game. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. fair. I, I agree with you on that. I yes. think Mill O'Brien screwed up more. I think Mike Pettin came far less prepared. But and the only other caveat I will give that gives Pettin out is that Rodgers didn't come to play. I mean, no. that second the quarter, offense was the trash. second quarter fumble where he lets the ball lay on the ground. You know that was a business decision not to pick up that fumble. And I have a statement that was a for brutal, you idiots brutal. trying to defend oh. Aaron Rodgers. I'm one of those because, idiots. Yeah, because he quote because you look at the well, box okay, score. Well, well, and Aaron Rodgers had pretty decent stats. I never said that. So. No, I know. But here's the thing: he didn't score a single point in the first half of that game. All of the points he scored were garbage. They didn't mean a goddamn thing. Because you want to know what? San Francisco had a 30-point lead already. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. You can have your two or three touchdowns for Green Bay. Take them. Because they didn't fucking matter. They matter for the over. Oh, my God. They matter for the total. That's it. But for Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, it didn't mean anything. At that point, Salah was saying, hey, play deep. Just don't give up anything big. We just got to take it slow. They get a chunk here. They get a chunk here. Fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so you heard my second incorrect there when I said it was going to be like 27-7. That was roughly the score when the 49ers put all of their third stringers in on defense. exactly. (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Garbage time points that Rodgers put up. My thing with Rodgers, going forward at least, is that this sort of offense has taken quarterbacks. There's a history of it taking QBs two years to learn in the past. Yeah, Matt Ryan in 2015, it was the Kyle Shanahan offense. LaFleur was the QBs coach. LaFleur is generally accepted to be running a variation of the, the Mike Shanahan tree offense. Yep. Matt Ryan sucked in 2015. In 2016, he was the MVP. This has taken QBs two years to learn in the past, and I that's why I think next year it'll be fine. And that's fine. Well, but this the year, thir- well, the 13-3 and three was deceiving to how well, well he was the playing. The DVOA numbers told you all you need to know. It was yeah. the worst 13-3 and three team of all time. They punted on, on 40% of their drives. No good team punts. Four out of ten drives. Nobody. And by the way, Rodgers looks like he doesn't care, so he's going to have to buy into this little four system. He looked at disinterested and needs some other wide receiver, not named Alan Lazard or uh, right. He Mark needs the weapons. Matt Ryan Valdez did the same thing. Though. Matt Ryan would, would would get so pissy with Shanahan about having to turn his back at play action, which that was ex- those were the exact rants Rodgers was going on this offseason about. You know, I don't like turning my back. To, I need to be able to see the field and QBs. It takes time to adjust to that, but I think one season does it. So next year. Slam that Green Bay over. We're doing over-unders right now. Green Bay over. <laughs> wow, there we go. Right, there you go. Way, time. So I've got a Super Bowl. This prop, I don't know if it exists yet. I'm hoping it does. We can find out. So if Tevin Coleman does not play in this game, 
That means Jeff Wilson is in the game. And this is almost, this is a Shanahan gospel at this point. When Jeff Wilson plays for the 49ers, he scores a touchdown. However, when all three running backs are healthy, he's inactive. So you need one of them to, you know, get a little hurt. Then he comes in. Almost always will score a touchdown. Last end of the last season, he won a tear the last four weeks of the year. This year, earlier this season, when I, I, I forget if it was Cole, I think Coleman went down after a couple weeks that Bengals game. Yep. Jeff Wilson had like three touchdowns. Yeah, Kyle right. Shanahan uses his running backs. If you're a running back on his roster and you are active, you are going to get used. action. So if that happens, bet that over. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Week. I ha- well, hold on. I have a it's on DraftKings right now player props for touchdowns. So, uh, you scroll down here. Let me just double check. I have that he's not on it. Yes. He, oh, he's That's here. That's my best bet. Jeff Wilson is listed. Really? He is. The odds aren't great, man. Somebody, you've already hit this. He's only plus 600 to score a touchdown. Is that bad? Six to one. That's not great. Six to one on a guy who might not play? No, I'm yeah. kidding. Like do it. Mahomes is I think four, you do Mahomes it. is four to one to run one in. Jeff Wilson is six to one. So He's somebody, running one in. This this seems to me like they know that no, Kevin that, Coleman's not playing. See, the thing is, they don't know. Uh, Vegas always knows. I don't know, man. Okay. That's, well, speaking of which, so I told you how Sham and I did uh, t-shirts for the Tanisants. Yeah. So we're also Shanna Stans. So if you, it, this Let's is see. this is the design, the Shanna Stan <laughs> design. You're not making another t-shirt, are you? Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. This is because this is sad. This is sad. What's so sad about it? Because I, I mean, this is, we've been high on two things all year. But hold Ryan on, been high on a lot of things. But I, I would, That's I would, not true. I, I would like to point out that the for last time you guys made a T-shirt, it backfired. Maybe go That's stickers. True. How about stickers? This yeah, but time? Kyle Shanahan Shana wasn't, wasn't, the, wasn't the coach of you that T-shirt. Make a hundred of them and just slap them around the Boston. <laughs> and people start seeing Shanna stand. That, that's a great logo. That's a great logo for a sticker, not a T-shirt. That says I don't hate that, it. that that reeks hmm. of sticker. Well, I haven't ordered it yet. No, about we could do mugs. We're too. gonna have to have a discussion about mug this is also good. Like, oh, we get a hot cup of tea. Ooh, a Shanna stand. Should I get Dale and Rich some Shanna stand mugs? Oh, I'm sure Dale. Would I could. Love I it. could get them. I, tan- I could. It's it. not too late to get them Tanisans mugs. That would be funny. Maybe that's a maybe that's a kickoff. Uh, Dale was talking down to you on was it Tuesday when you came in and started playing that again? Uh, was it Monday? No, Monday. Right oh, now, you guys were in the holiday. He I was driving home listening. This is embarrassing. You've been playing this right now in that Dale voice. He was pissed. Yeah, I know. Well, he gets mad at me sometimes. Not a t-shirt. So. The t-shirt was poor That's quality, fine. so do something else this time. Sticker or a mug or a hat or something else. Oh, yeah. by the way, we have so we have another recap from last week that we need to do because Shime, Shime launched at the end of the show against Mutt and I's Will into a parlay parte. Oh, no. And we need, to see, we need to see how we did on that. I, I love Washington Capitals puck line tonight against the Devils. Montreal Canadiens money line against the Flyers. Celtics getting 10 points tonight against the Bucks. Oh, that was the Thursday night one. That was the Thursday oh, night parlay. I thought that was the Friday night one you jinxed by texting us and saying, guys, one more game. I'm leading two to one so we can get it home. And I they lost hear, it overtime I could, I could hear the white claws being cracked as you texted us. <laughs> <laughs> nice closely. parlay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. He's, it was pretty pumped. He's the best gambler on this podcast. There's no debate about that. I, um, I have been so red hot with NHL picks. I feel like I'm so Dale's, mad. I'm, Dale's getting mad that you're good He's at picking NHL so games. He's so mad at why? Make, like, why would he get mad about that? Because well, he told me well, it's the last on time his we, turf, did, we did you know? picks on Friday, and I gave gave a hockey pick. The, du- uh, the duck ducks, and a hurricane. Ducks and a hurricane. Week. Ducks win. Look at that. Shime wins. Dale if says, and I quote, looks at me and says, if you give me a WNBA pick, I'm coming in there and I'm going to slap you. Dude, WNBA, the sharp, a lot of sharks play the WNBA. I know. But Should like, we do that tomorrow? Regardless, like yes, I, I just I I get I get the hockey game. I I just I have a good sense what team's hot. 
I bet, and I bet the hot teams. Bet the hot hands. Bet the hot hands. Bet the hot goalies. You're having a better NHL run than you are NFL. Run. I am. Yeah, it's remarkable. <laughs> it is tremendous. Yeah, well, let's extrapolate that over a whole season. We'll see if that's true. Still, that's yeah, fine. We, oh, we got a half a season me. left after next Sunday. We got nothing else to bet, so we are riding. <laughs> we should call you. We should, do a, we should do a hockey pick tomorrow and call you like shimy pucks or something. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call in and put me on. Dale won't listen to this. Like, hey, let's go. I love the show, guys. Shime, I need an NHL pick, man. Come on. I'll <laughs> like hang Uncle up and Bob listen. and Marion. We miss Uncle, Uncle Bob. Bob. Uncle Bob hasn't called. In a, uh, the guy, this guy, Uncle Bob, have you heard him? A couple times in, like, September or October, he called in and gave picks, and we'd play the Shime picks music under him. And one week, we, like, roasted him because he said he picked a team that was on a bye. I like that. But the way— <laughs> That's like, my uncle, he by was, the way. He's he was, done that. He was actually saying that he picked them this past weekend, but the way he worded it made it sound like he was picking them, and it was like the Texans on a bye or something. We roasted him for it. He has not called back since. I miss him. Oh, come on. And he I feel bad. Uncle Bob, you're listening. Please call in. Like, I know. I wanted to call back. Call. It was funny. Like Loved Uncle Bob. He had high energy all the time. He was my, he was the man. All right, so Best. we are what ten days out, nine days out from the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. So you, Mark James said this the other night. You guys tell me if you agree oh, with him. I disagree. He he said only losers bet the Super Bowl. What? And I, I so I, so if, he's betting the Super Bowl. So like, if you're a sharp, if you're if you're a professional gambler, I understand you're probably not betting the same amount you would because if you're looking at a, a, a three game or like a, a, a two game slate last week or a wild card slate, divisional or an eight game, ten game slate in the regular season. There are more options to pick and choose what you want. So I understand sure. you saying, I'm not going to bet the same amount of units I would bet on like a, a, you know, a normal five-star pick on the Super Bowl because I might not like the game. But are most people, just for a little bit of action, betting some props, getting some sort of thing? Or is, it, is he right? Is it only well, no, losers? but even I, that— I'm betting the Super Bowl. Like, I, if it, it, the, the, the cool thing about being someone that actually has a clue at what's going on is when it comes to the Super geez. Bowl, I feel like all of put, the— Put it away, please. <laughs> I feel like all of the— Looking just at me, like funny. The—, the, the the fo- the casual football fans who are like I just want to gamble on the Super Bowl come out and sometimes they get stupid and if people just start betting a ton on Kansas City and you're a sharp that feels extremely confident in San Francisco and that line moves in your favor you're gonna fucking hammer that especially if San Francisco gets up to plus one eighty they're pretty, not going to it's a pretty tight line right now yeah I mean, you have to admit there's not a whole lot of I mean our friends at Action Network think right now there's some value on San Fran a plus one and a half or plus two. Yeah, but I mean, it's not getting any higher than that. No, but I, even still, like, so you're getting San Francisco in right now for plus money. If you're confident San Francisco wins this game, I mean, how can you not want to bet? The I money feel like line? Bet, but what's the money on, line number? Uh, I believe it's one thirty. So it's really check. it's almost not worth betting the money line, right? Is it really going to fall on one or two? Is it is the game really going to come down to one or two points? I don't think so. Do you? No. So that's why I'd go with a money line before I do plus two. Yeah, I, I, I got you, I got you, I got you. That makes sense. So I, I just, when I heard it, him say that. Is betting on the Super Bowl not like like an event the same way like what, for somebody who doesn't gamble watching the Super Bowl is? Like, you don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying bet, you know, like you said, don't bet as much as it like, would other day. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's got to be fun to bet on it. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's something, I look forward to that. Like, whether it's the Super Bowl, whether it's week three, if you don't like anything, don't bet it. But right. there are there are plenty of props to wet your whistle. Oh, there's so many. Even, even just to keep you interested, and maybe he's just saying he wouldn't do that. He's playing more seriously. For me, I'm, I I am betting fun money. I'm not betting my mortgage. I'm not trying to win a mortgage payment. I'm betting for fun, and I will have a bunch of props in this game, and I'll probably end up you know betting the game not a ton, but I I, I just want to see if I was alone in that. Feeling so right now you're right. So uh, this game is probably not worth betting the money line at least right now. Uh, I see it at even. 
for the San Francisco 49ers, minus 120 for the Chiefs. You're getting instead of instead you just take the point and a half and you get it at 105. You're minus not, it's 105. It's not worth betting the money line. No, that's, you that's just what take I meant. the 105. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. Uh, yeah. So what I'm in this made, situation, sure. If that money line in some places it may be up to plus 125, plus 130, then maybe it's worth just taking the money line instead of the two points. So here's what I'm debating right now. So or still, I'll give my official pick next week, but I'm leaning right now to Kansas City. I could bet them now if I wanted to at minus one and a half points at minus 110, okay? Yep. But if they win, what are the chances that Patrick Mahomes is not the MVP? Zero uh, percent. So I can either lay the one and a half and get minus 110, or I can bet Mahomes win the MVP at plus 115. Yeah. So we were, I feel we like were talking that's about this the smart. Like, that's, that's the bet if I like Kansas City right well, now. Jeff right? Wilson isn't even on this list. So he he must, those are actually on the MVP numbers. odds. <laughs> My big sprinkle that I'm looking at right now Nick Bosa is 50 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl MVP. San Francisco wins this game. The way Kyle Shanahan distributes the football, it could easily be a defensive player if somebody goes yeah, off. Because there's nobody offensively that would stand out. Exactly. And so, and if a guy's going to go off, it's going to be a D end, just like Von Miller did in that Broncos Super Bowl. Hold on, Nick Bosa is fifty to one. The last time we checked, when we checked Monday, I've got plus nine hundred for Nick Bosa here as of oh, yesterday. Jesus, that's, that's not that's nine to one. Yeah, that's nine to one. Jeff Wilson was, is Jeff Wilson is I think one hundred and fifty to one, plus oh, fifteen thousand. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my lock of the eon. <laughs> Jeff Wilson, MVP, 150 to 1 in Super Bowl. What are we on? 54 now? Yeah. yeah. Take Jeff Wilson. I'm telling you. I'm Little telling sprinkle. you. If there's, I am the Shanahan whisperer, okay? Okay. I understand this man on another level. Yeah. Okay. I told somebody that he was cute the other day. I did too. Why don't you cut that from the podcast? <laughs> I'm just saying. Are we, are we I was having a discussion. Said in the pre show, post show as well. A friend of mine was telling me about how she's like, I'm rooting for Jimmy Garoppolo because he's handsome. And I said, hey, don't shy away from Kyle Shanahan. Not an unattractive guy. All right, so you think if San Fran wins, it's not a get lock. It's Garoppolo. That's fair. I, I, you yeah, hundred percent. There's too many. There's too many other players that could step up for San Fran. Sure. Who knows what Shanahan is going to do with his offense? But if you do like them, you get Garoppolo at plus two twenty five right now to win the MVP. Did you guys see the video of Kyle Shanahan explaining the intricacies of blocking angles? I didn't. I missed that one. No. Did you? Why don't you play that on your show? Don't play it on my podcast. <laughs> Please don't. Here it is. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, whoops. What the That's hell is that? that? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it appears they have uh, they have placed some um, porn noises over it. I mean, I assumed <laughs> I assumed he was talking about outside zone scheme. What do we got for uh, Raheem Mostert as MVP Nine right to now? One. Nine, Nine to, to one. one. See that? I like that. Nine to one. I still, like, I still like Jeff Wilson. Here are the top five, okay? I like Debo, too. Mahomes plus 115. Garoppolo plus 225. I don't like that. Mostert, 9 to 1. Kittle sixteen to one, Tyree Kill twenty to one, Travis Kelsey twenty to one, Damian Williams twenty five to one, and I don't know where you got your number. Nick Bosa twenty five to one. Somebody has been hammering Nick Bosa on the DraftKings app. So you He's have plus nine hundred over here. You have twenty five to one. That's what I mean. If you can shop, you want to okay, shop. So we've for got these we've products. got no, we've got no idea what the number is going to be. So Nick Bosa, it's a little early. If Nick Bosa is twenty five to one or more, you're like, betting him. Yeah, I'm. Getting okay. a little sprinkle, but the, the Wilson hype is going to build over the next week and a half. There's, so you want to take that now. There's, people so, should also know real quick it, when you start to go bet these props, they're going to have limits on them. One hundred percent. So uh, if you're looking to walk in and bet five hundred dollars in the DraftKings app on a prop, they're probably going to say you exceed the limit. I don't know what the limits are exactly, but just be aware. That's of That's why you want to find something with big odds that has a chance to happen. Nice little sprinkle here, sprinkle there. 
That's what I like to Have do. you done the Demi Lovato research yet on the National Anthem? Uh, I'm still working on it. Okay. It is. I will be prepared next Thursday when we walk in. Uh, I'm a big Demi Lovato fan, so I'll go back and listen to the National Anthems and see what we're working I'm going to leave. There. That's going to be, you're going to be in charge of that. Uh, that we're going to be betting the National Anthem. We're betting tails and the, the, the heads and tails. Yep. Uh, right now, All 70% of, of the money is on tails, but 52% of the bets are on heads. I'm telling you, the world will bet heads. They all bet heads. I don't know why. They're idiots. Tails, tails never, tails never fails. Tails never fails. Hello. So, break. so we've also got Pro Bowl this week, and the only the only thing we could really find for Sean was the spread. Now, what's the spread? Uh, one and a half. And uh, actually, I had AFC? A, a listener, yeah, AFC by one and a half, had a listener tweet to me and say, quote, AFC favored by one and a half in the Pro Bowl, lock of the century. Really? Ooh. That's what was told to me. See, I, we have John Ewing will be on the show tomorrow. He promised to do like half the segment on Pro Bowl picks and props. That's it. That's all we're going to do. <sighs> I love we're that. We're going to go through it all at 9 o'clock. Oh, I'm going to be so excited uh, for that. Speaking of, so the deal we made on this podcast was that if Tannis, Tannehill got to the Super Bowl, you guys would come on and do the 9 o'clock hour next Friday. <laughs> yes. It, didn't, did it, it did not happen. It was a sad day. It did not happen. You got Shanistan there. Yep. So Lucy Burge is requesting you guys still come in for the final two segments on next Friday I'll, night. Yeah, I'll check I my can, schedule. Uh, see what I'm doing. Hold on. It's a random Friday night, so I, it's, it's a little tough. I yeah, understand that. But I thought we could just like a, do a full half hour on betting the Super Bowl. I'm in. Heading into the weekend. 100%. We I'm just in. air the podcast? <laughs> not, not with what you well, said at the end of this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely not. Tease it. Uh, yeah, pre-show, post-show, don't last listen. 10 seconds. No. It'll probably yeah. be bleeped, Yeah, though. please bleep that out. Both if you have kids, do not listen to the, the verb in it, Talking to you, the Scott, verb and the Scott noun are bleeped. <laughs> don't, don't do that. So we confirm we'll have a Winner's Club live on air from like 9.30 to 10 next Beautiful. Friday Thank you, night. Mutt. We appreciate that. Thank you, Mutt. We do appreciate it. Because I love you guys and, uh, well, love Shine. And uh, Anderson can run the board. Bang Are you going to early then? <laughs> play some sound effects. Perfect. No, I, oh, I, I call the Keefe chair so that I can use, so I can play sound effects still while I'm not. <laughs> Let's do it. Why not? Whatever. Let's That's go. Fine. I'm willing to try. My show is about trying new things. We want to win in the ratings. If that means you playing sound effects, and that's what we're going to do. Damn it. <laughs> I, now, Shime, uh, I am any... betting the Super. I am betting the Pro Bowl. I don't know what props I'm betting, but I will have some props. I just, yeah. I've not done the deep dive. Oh, well, I feel I like Thursday. the over is an easy number too. Like I feel like it will always mm-hmm. go over just because. But the new rules, though, they can't. Aren't there some things you can and cannot do? I don't know. I, 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 haven't, I haven't done the research yet. Currently, the over under last time network, I was 50. Check them out and listen tomorrow night, Friday night, 9 o'clock to John Ewing, John Ewing or on demand. Uh, we'll have a full breakdown. So the, the AFC does have a secret weapon, though. <laughs> the Actually, that's the angle, right? Tannehill knows it's a contract year. He puts up a big Pro Bowl. There you go. And now he's Everybody back. Everybody cares now about the Pro Bowl. Now he's back ready to go. Yep. That's an audition. Locked this is loaded. an audition for, for a podcast. So. Who, hold on. So who are the quarterbacks? Uh, the quarterbacks. I stapled yours for, the, for you, by Thanks, the way, uh, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Ryan Tannehill. Are any of these guys definitely not? Is, are they all playing? All three of those are playing. The, uh, the only other so quarterback. is going to play the most. Yeah. So the only other quarterback elected that is not playing Patrick Mahomes because he's in the Super Bowl. At least for the AFC. I like when I see these replacement guys. They're going to play a lot. Like DJ Chark's going to play a ton. Jack Doyle's going to play a ton. These guys care. They get in there. They care. They made the Pro Bowl. Nick Chubb is going to play a ton. He is going to run a lot in that game. Jarvis Jarvis Landry got drug tested at the Pro Bowl. He did? Yeah. He had a good year. Laramie Tunsil got selected to the Pro Bowl. I didn't really get that one. So who in the NFC? uh, Oh, God, Kirk Cousins. that (laughs) That might be an AFC bet right there, just on that. That Russell Wilson's barely going to play. Drew Brees is not going to care. So it's all Kirk Cousins. So we're betting Cousins, Ryan Tannehill minus one and a half against Kirk Cousins. Game. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. 
Shyam, any parlay partays this week for outside of the NFL? You, you were big last week. You hit all three components of that parlay, so you went 1-0. Any this week? Yeah, so um, probably actually I think I'm going to parlay uh, a game, a couple games tomorrow. Um, I'm probably going to ride Celtics. I feel like the Celtics are kind of in the swing of things right now. They're feeling really hot. I really like the Celtics tomorrow. Uh, and I also like uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, as well. Oklahoma City, by the way, this year is the best in the league, in the NBA, against the spread compared to any other team in basketball. Oklahoma City is like 26-12-2 against the spread. Best record against the spread in the league. I really like them tomorrow. Probably going to parlay Celtics, Oklahoma City, and call it a weekend. Don't say probably. Sorry. Don't say probably. You're right. so you're gonna I do it. am. I'm going to parlay the Celtics and uh, Oklahoma City tomorrow. And you can always, what you can do is, Mutt and myself are both on the Action Network. You can follow our profiles on there so you know all of the picks that I'm making. So I have the app. I don't think I have a profile, though. Yeah, just it's easy. log Simple. in, get a profile. You can follow me. You can follow Mutt. Uh, even uh, the Five Out podcast, Tyler Devitt, has an account. Oh, nice. He follows me. I follow him. Uh, and so you're going to see a lot of hockey picks out of me uh, and occasional basketball picks. When as well. I call into Dale and Keith tomorrow, I'm going to ask you to give a WNBA pick, NHL pick. Uh, you you're going to have to. Well, NHL's on the uh, All-Star break, unfortunately, so I can't do that. Is, do we uh, have WNBA games tomorrow night? Do we know? Ooh, I don't know about oh, WNBA games. We'll but I, I can definitely give you an NBA game tomorrow if you need me to. Well, anything to annoy Dale. That's yeah, uh, give me get, go with NBA. I'll pick the Oklahoma City Thunder tomorrow, and uh, we'll really piss Dale off because he's going to be like, why are we talking about Oklahoma City? I'm going to call into your show and say we need to shine. You have to call the main line, and then we're going to lie about your name. That's fine with me. Let me see. WNBA. Hey, do you have a pick for the PGA Farmers Insurance Open, Shime? How about the Australian Open? Any college hoops picks? Any EuroLeague action? I don't see any WNBA. Damn it. That's too bad. Yeah, tomorrow uh, OKC is facing. This, call during the pick segment, and then Shime's going to be like, all right, let's take a call here, because we'll have to do it ourselves, because he won't do it. That's fine. I'll, what's, perfect. What time is that, before 2 o'clock? Uh, 1.30. Oh, perfect. 1.30 sharp. In. You might be on hold for like 10 minutes. I don't know. No guarantees uh, when we get to Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, so we are back next Thursday with a full breakdown of all things Super Bowl. All yes, things sir. Super Bowl. Excellent. There we go. That is all we're doing. But there are other podcasts you can listen to between now and then. It is a community, Shime, and the Skate Pod is one of those uh, podcasts. They had Colby Cohen on this week, uh, who apparently did something with the Bruins in 2011. Uh, he was a former Bruins player. Was his name on the cup? I believe so, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, another uh, show we have here, the Bradfoe Show. Uh, Bradfoe just had Kevin Euclid on this week, so that is a bunch of great conversation there. And uh, our very own uh, Chris Shine was on the Hashtag Dork Podcast this week. I was. We talked. Talking about superheroes. Uh, the Arrowverse oh. on the CW had their cr- annual crossover Shime, event. Shime is the, he is the, what Michael McCann is to law, in sports law crossovers, that is Shime to the CW crossover. Yes. Every really? time there is something with those shows, Shime just does the rounds on these podcasts. It's CW a, like, he television is like, shows, he is, is, he is that's your strength? niche. Yeah. So when you go on Jeopardy and they go, one of the categories is being the CW crossovers, you're going to get a little fist pump from yeah. the TV Yeah, well, crossover? so I was actually watching Jeopardy last night. They have a bunch of them on Netflix. Uh, the lady and I were watching some Jeopardy. One of the categories was just TV shows. And uh, three of the questions all revolved around CW TV shows, oh, right to which I was like, got them. And then we've also got Five Out. They uh, did some seeds. You, you should look out for a new episode from that. Yep, Five Out will be coming out soon. Uh, we also have the Lucy and Elaine podcast. They talked about Aaron Hernandez this week. Yes. They also talked about me a little bit. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we'll turn, you, turn to that if you want to And your that. awkwardness, I'm guessing. Yeah, 100%. 
by, I would say, say by yes. some sort of appendage Just of say that. Yes. Yes. yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, Tweet Shama, happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Super Bowl preview. I figured you'd turn the microphones on and listen to me while I eat this basically adult version of a Lunchable, because I'm a fatty. <laughs> Starving. I haven't eaten in hours. Now, what, what, what's, what's the component of the, uh, the Lunchable that makes it adult and not children? Childish? Um, the fact that it's a, an Italian dry salami, and like the crackers are like legit like Hillshire like, Farm you, like, like, toasted rounds. Like, like wine and cheese and crackers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like what you would find on a charcuterie board, except in a plastic container, <laughs> and not quite as good. Eh. Feels like no one can be. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, ooh, my bad. I've just bit into a cheese. He's eating a lunch. He's eating adult lunchables. What's wrong? And that? he just bit directly into the mic. My kids love lunchables. No, but it's adult lunchables. It's like cheese. It's like wine. It's cheese and crackers fit to have with a glass of wine, Let's except see. there's no wine. Yeah, pepper. Is that pepperoni? Uh, no, it's Italian dry salami. Yeah, that's something you would take to like a, um, like a tailgate, and have like, mm-hmm. yeah, like a gla- classic glass of wine with it. Mm-hmm. Where's your Pinot Grigio? Did I tell you guys about the time I had a I had Pinot Grigio at the Bruins game? No, go ahead. And I got called out by some some dude for just having wine at a oh, hockey. What's wrong with that? It's a buzz- Was it when you went to go oh, visit God. Dale? And, oh, Anderson's still sick. Wow, wow, Shocker. wow, wow. Shocker. Oh my God. It's so gross. Yeah, just hawk that loogie. Go okay. for it. Okay. All over the microphone, other people are using. This is what I don't get. I keeled over over here. You're stinky. You just don't like me. Breath. I like you plenty, but I would say to anybody, just sick all the time. Something's going on. We are already... actually not sick right. I'm not sick right now. We <laughs> actually we, we may need what? to ad- we may need to address this in the actual show and not oh, the pre-show, God. post-show, because I think Shime has an update on my health. Possibly. Oh boy. Do I? I ate seven fiber bars and shit myself all day. <laughs> we had a discussion on the air literally the, the other day about how. Awful, his immune system is. Yeah, no, Keith and I were texting. Keith said, do you know any other producers? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. He I... was running to the bathroom like 23 times in the ours, middle of the show. Ours he... looks like he may die No, that's what moment. he said. Anderson might die, and I don't think Shime can handle it by himself. He needs some. He needs a, <laughs> somebody else in there with him so he can go crazy. So not taking Charleston. I need BC. Red Sox need him. I need him. <laughs> He's great. Ben's good. He's good. Let's see. Real good. Mm-mm. Doesn't sound as good. Okay. What doesn't? That oh. compared to this? Let's hear. It. <laughs> We've now got drops of of shine consuming multiple multiple uh, perishables now. What is it? A A What is it called when you uh A S A R? A S M R. Yeah, you could do that. What's that? Isn't that an Andy Hart you thing? Mm, these crackers are really good. These crackers can... are so crunchy and tasty. It's just a... Is that your? <laughs> you can, you can, you can taste the, you can taste the nutmeg. Just a, just a little bit of nutmeg. There's a little bit of thyme on it. It's, it's quite earthy and delicious. 
Don't put that on the no, That's not going anywhere. Stop. We were having, this is a family we were having good, That was actually a good, clean, fun. I thought we were going to play this on the show tonight. Like, this is what you get on our podcast. And now you bleep it, bleep it.